Hey guys, this is Pastor Danny. This is uh, our next episode of One Big Question, the big questions that come from our students in our small groups at the Bridge Church Student Ministries. And this one big question came from our 7th and 8th grade girls group. And it came when we um, were studying the Great Commission last week, uh, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And when it got to the section on teaching them to obey all that I have commanded, uh, the question that came from our 7th and 8th grade girls was this. How do you help someone live out the Christian life if they already know Jesus? And I thought, wow, that's a great question from uh, a bunch of 13 and 14-year-old girls. Uh, and th there's a couple of ways to approach this uh, question. One is in just looking at the passage itself. You know, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all I have commanded. Well, there's a there's a basic presumption, there's an idea that is 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 living within that passage. Is that if you're going to go make disciples, you've got to be a good, healthy disciple yourself, at least growing in your life of discipleship. And you know the thing that I like to say, and it's not my saying, I've heard other people say it over and over again, is you cannot take a anybody to a place that you are not going or you've never been. And so you can't expect other people to live the Christian life, to live like Jesus, um, if we're not living like Jesus. And so the first step in all of this is how do you help someone to live out the Christian life? Live it out yourself. I mean, that's that. it sounds very basic, but it really is just sort of at the core of what this is. Now, these disciples had been walking with Jesus for, for three years. And so they had a lot of time invested in their relationship with Jesus. And so the first point is to come to a place where you understand that you've got to spend, as we say in youth group, a ridiculous amount of time paying attention to Jesus. The more that you have that you have the idea in your mind constantly of spending ridiculous amount of time paying attention to Jesus, the more you're going to uh, reflect that to the world. And as a result, people are going to respond. So the basics, uh, the first basic point is how are you investing in yourself? The more you invest in yourself, the more you're going to invest in somebody else. And this is actually really evident in the first century church. In, in the book of Acts chapter 2, when we really sort of have the modern church, I mean the beginning of the church starting to form. In Acts chapter 2, uh, verses 42 and following, it says, um, it says this. As the people were starting to gather together and be together, it says they devoted themselves. These are the new Christians, new believers. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer. And awe came upon every soul. See what happens there? When the people are being together as God's people, paying ridiculous attention to Jesus, 
awe is coming upon everybody. They're, they're seeing it happen in each other's lives and they're experiencing it. And from there, it says this, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles and all who believed were together and had all things in common. See, that's huge to have all things in common with the people around you. You see, they spent not only ridiculous amounts of time paying attention to Jesus, but ridiculous amounts of time paying attention to each other. Okay, they were living the Christian life with each other. And so that's really the second point is not only do you have to pay ridiculous attention to Jesus, but as you spend time with other believers, uh, you are naturally going to grow together. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 3, um, he says this in verse 13, but encourage one another every day. Think about that. Have you, have you spent time every day with a fellow Christian encouraging them or being encouraged by another Christian? Be encouraged, uh, excuse me, encourage one another every day as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. So you see, not only is being together and paying ridiculous attention to each other and to our relationship with Jesus beneficial for how we walk and the awe that we have in our relationship with God, it also is going to help us to be in a position where we can see sin for what it is and we can guard each other. Okay, And the cool thing about this, and this sort of extends beyond the question, because the question is, how can you live out the Christian life and help somebody else to live out the Christian life who already knows Jesus? That's how you can do that. But there's something that happens when you do that, and that is sort of the, the basis for your life, is that people that don't know Jesus are going to see it. I always love and some pastors will argue, you know, you can't go back to the way it was. And I'm okay with that. Again, I'm not the end-all, beat-all. I don't know everything. I'm just a guy doing the best I can with his Bible. Um, the crazy thing about the church in Acts 2.42 is when they pay ridiculous attention to Jesus and ridiculous to attention to each other and having all things in common, even going as far as selling um their own possessions so that other people in the church could have uh, their needs met. It says, um, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Okay, it doesn't say anything about evangelism. It doesn't say anything about going out and, and doing outreach or anything like that. The church in Acts chapter 2 grew because Christians were being Christians. They were, they were being with other Christians. They were living out the Christian life. They were being um, an influence in their community. And as a result, God added more people to the church. More people saw that and were like, I want to be that. I want to see that in my own life. Um, they saw that, the, that there was something lacking for them. And so this is a great question. So the first thing I would say is, um, how do you help others uh, learn to live out the Christian life? One is you've got to be living it out yourself. you got to be paying ridiculous attention to Jesus and your walk with Jesus. The second is to be around people and pay ridiculous attention to other Christians with them in community. Be together. Encourage one another daily. Teach one another. So that when you guys um, are out in the world, it's a natural 
part of what people see is that you are who you are in Christ and that um, God wants them to experience what you're experiencing. So hopefully that's helpful. Uh, We'll have a couple more questions uh, this next week from our small groups. Thanks for listening.